0: The blast from our past network. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! It's a 12 gauge double barreled Remington. S Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right. Shop smart. Shop s-mart. You got that?
1: Talking back.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back. This is the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. And if I sound a little bit funny, that is because we are gone, Dean. We're gone. We're gone. We took up our stuff and left. Yep. Where'd we go? (laughs) To the woods. We're in the woods. In the woods. Found a cabin. Yes, um, for Confused People, uh, hello, thank you for joining Confused People. This is our fourth consecutive podcast at the lake. Now, for anyone who's not familiar with podcasts at the lake, Dean and I head out to the lake. We lock ourselves in a cabin and we record an episode while trying not to be killed by rogue murderers mm-hmm. and forest demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so far, no incidents. So
1: far, we're okay, which is uh, shocking. Four times, or this will be the fourth now in a row. Um, so fingers crossed.
0: We'll see if we get through it. Yeah, fingers crossed. You've got this weird look in your eye right now. <laughs> yeah. And that giant knife beside you, Dean.
1: I did, I did crack a beer called Blood Cut today. True. So true. it's very delicious, Tim.
0: Yep. So uh, yeah, this is always fun for us to do. Head to the lake um it improves the atmosphere of our recording right uh yeah is we got that the, why we do it why I, do we I do this i think so yeah we got why the we?
1: fire roaring right now why do we start doing this it's crackling it's keeping us warm we we started that, doing it cuz because we love the lake
0: <laughs> that fire is roaring it's hot i it's can a, feel it i'm sweating it's the first time we've had a fire at yeah. a podcast at the lake
1: yeah
0: um well, for anybody who's been following along, the last 2 years we did Evil Dead, then Evil Dead 2. So how could we not keep going with the third movie in that franchise? Yeah, so It's it's a must. Here it is, The Army of Darkness.
1: Yeah, not a lot of cabin stuff in this one, but we got to do it.
0: Yeah, you have to you have to do you you gotta have to, you it. You can't up. just jump over it. No. It's also an incredible movie.
1: Oh, yes. It's definitely worthy
0: of our attention. Uh, a fantastic dark fantasy horror comedy.
1: Yeah, all those things.
0: It's an hour and 20 minutes. Perfect. Boom. Yeah. What a great runtime. Uh, I, I would say this movie's fun for the entire family.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I think so. I think it's family-friendly. I mean, I think it's still rated R, but yeah, it's family-friendly.
0: Uh, I think I've mentioned it before. I saw this trilogy in reverse order. Right. <laughs> yeah. I saw this is the most is my you know my my toe into the water of the Evil Dead series. Yeah. And for me at the time, I think it was the right move. Like I think yeah. I think it was the way that I needed to ease my way into this uh, franchise. So it worked out really well for me.
1: Yeah. This is the one that is for kids. Like like not maybe not for kids, but it's definitely more uh, kid friendly for like a kid horror movie.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Now, this movie was released in Japan under the name Captain Supermarket.
1: Wow. I don't want it, but I like that it
0: exists in the world. (laughs) I don't mind it at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's got that vibe to it, for sure. I guess not enough time spent in the supermarket? Very
1: very much not enough time for him to be captain of it, Captain Supermarket.
0: I like the choice, though. Yeah, not bad. Now, anything further before we get going, Dean? Any uh, bear sightings you want to report?
1: Um, I didn't see any bears, no. I haven't really seen much wildlife. I have not been to the actual lake yet. Well, um, you're not
0: going there. We all know that. I'm
1: not going there, but usually I get close. Usually I get to a dock, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. see the water. <laughs> I've right. stayed far away. I haven't even seen the water yet. Like, it's... I've seen it from a distance. Um, I'm, and so, yeah, I haven't really seen anything. It's lovely. Yeah. Although I did I did um sit down to eat today and there was a giant uh wasp right behind me. Okay. When Um, it and it it would not leave.
0: That's I don't know, it's not very
1: impressive, dude. It it was scary. It was scary for me. Yeah, okay. It was not a regular wasp, Tim. Okay. A giant.
0: A giant mutant wasp, right? It was a mutant. Yeah, it was a mutant. Yeah. All right, well here that's it. Huh? That's it? That's
1: it. Uh, That's all. Yeah.
0: Okay. I only bring it up because normally we see bear out here. Yeah, I have not seen, bear. I haven't seen it. bear. You know, I haven't seen one this year no. either, but hopefully that encounter will still happen. It's always fun. Now, synopsis for this movie. Ash is transported back to medieval times where he is captured by the dreaded Lord Arthur. Aided by the deadly chainsaw that has become his only friend, Ash is sent on a perilous mission to recover the Book of the Dead, a powerful book that gives its owner the power to summon an army of ghouls. Now that's a pretty good synopsis. It is not bad. The dreaded Lord Arthur might be a bit of a stretch. A little bit. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I don't know if he's his, dreaded l- his long, beautiful hair doesn't really scream dread yeah. to me. Yeah, uh, it's well conditioned, yeah. shiny, and perfect. He's a,
1: yeah. He's a, he's a he's pretty. He's he's quite pretty. He's not. He he's a very have, pretty man. He yeah. doesn't
0: have the dread. Yeah. Right. Now this was released in 1993 with a budget of 11 million dollars. This film grosses twenty one and a half million, which is good for the franchise. Yeah, because the first one only made two point seven. Now I say it only made two point seven. I think it only cost like I don't know less than two hundred thousand or something. But yeah. uh, two made five point nine million, so you know making twenty one point five. I think that's pretty good. True. Yeah, it's directed by Sam Raimi, but you all know that, right? Yes. This series is his baby, and it was written by him and his brother Ivan cinematography by Bill Pope. He worked with Raimi on Darkman and Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Cool. And Pope also worked on the first three Matrix films. Yes. Awesome. So yeah, good cinematography in this movie. Yeah. And while I feel like a lot of it was probably Raimi's doing, because there's a lot of Raimi shots in this, but yeah, I really liked the way that the camera looked.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, raimi has got the ideas, I think, but you still need the person who, you know, rami has got the vision. You still need the person that's going to pull them off. And uh, yeah, Pope's awesome.
0: Well, Ramey was doing it in the, first, in the first Evil Dead. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. He knows how to do it as well. Yeah. Music by Joseph Loduca. And he hasn't really done many films outside of the Evil Dead series, which surprises me because of how good this score is. Yeah, true. Like, talk about a sweeping adventure sound. Yeah, that for this sure. Movie has like yeah. really, really well fit for the movie. Yeah, and yeah, like when a when a score is paired kind of perfectly with what you're what you're watching, there's like a really nice relationship between the two, and just everything's kind of like comfortable. Everything just feels right. And this was definitely one where just everything that I was hearing fit perfectly with what I was watching.
1: Yeah. Did he do the other Evil Dead movies?
0: Yeah, he did the other. Okay, the other yeah, because yeah.
1: they're all like. Basically, different feels of movies, so it's got a wide range to fit all that.
0: Yep. Now the track, "The March of the Dead," uh, I assume that's the one near the end where they're marching on the castle, uh, composed by Danny Elfman.
1: Oh, okay. Composed by Danny Elfman and performed by the Bone Boys.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Captain Bone Bone Boy. Captain
1: Bone Boy, uh, and there's so many. They, they had like what they were drumming. They were drumming. They had bagpipes. Um, it
0: was a, yeah, it was a full marching band. had a band. full marching band in there. It Where did that great. stuff come from? It was great. Yeah,
1: exactly. Where did they get the
0: instruments? I don't know. Th- those instruments must have been dead. They're buried and They with came them. back to life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, buried with them. <laughs> they, they buried a drum player yeah. in the forest with <laughs> yeah. his drum. With his drum. And the bagpipe boy. Yeah. It tracks. Sounds about right. Now, we start off the movie, Dean. We see Ash in restraints in the 1300s. Ash gives us a quick narration about his history with the book. And that throws us into some great flashbacks that look a lot like Evil Dead 1. But they must have remade those shots. Yep. Because his girlfriend, Linda, in this film is played by Bridget Fonda. And like she's in those flashbacks. Yep. So they took the time to refilm those with her. Which really softens the blow of having a new Linda, yeah. In my opinion, now I don't like it. I don't want to see a new Linda, even though I couldn't describe to you the other Lindas in the other movies. Michigan State sweater.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be
0: it'd be nice if you can just keep the continuity there, but they couldn't. So I like that they did that.
1: I, I so I think I love it. I love the beginning. I love that the whole thing is like reshot, and we're seeing basically the story again for the third time because we saw it again in evil dead 2 we saw basically the movie evil dead again at the beginning so it's the third time we've now seen the movie evil dead it's the third linda it's the third different michigan state sweater so i think it's all a joke you know i think it's all like just giving it to us again giving her a different linda giving her a different sweater i i find it quite funny i like it a lot
0: i didn't even notice she was wearing the sweater yeah that's Nord, her. Nord. That's,
1: that's her key characteristic. Is she has a Michigan State sweater? I don't know if she goes there, but she has one. I've never noticed that. <laughs> okay. that that fact.
0: Uh, but yeah, that is cool that they show us that. Then they also give us flashbacks from Evil Dead Two. Yeah, we get the iconic clip of him cutting his hand off. Then the vortex opening up and pulling Ash and his car into it. I loved seeing that again because that's such a great ending to that movie. And, yeah, let's just do the straight continuation, right? I love when movies start off by showing you the end of the previous movie, which was like a direct, you know, um, a direct cliffhanger that you're just like, oh, I wish the movie didn't end on that. And now I have to wait for the next one. Kind of rude when they do that. But when they show you that again, you know in in the the next movie I like that it uh, it's, it's it one c- of my, gets you rolling a little bit quicker
1: yeah it's one of my favorite things in horror franchises is that like that movie the next one even especially when it's like deeper into it so not just the second but you know this is now the third where it recaps what you left off, like just in case, who knows? Like you're saying, just in case you forget exactly what happened or exactly how it went down. I love that recap gets you right back into it, and you you know that you're picking up right away. You know, you're 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 getting that feeling back of that last movie you had, and then like, okay, let's go, let's get let's get going with this one. So I love when they do that in horror franchises.
0: Yeah, just to elaborate a bit more on the Evil Dead Two ending, that is such a great ending because the franchise could end there and that is a satisfying ending for me at least i i like of course i'd want to see what happens but also after seeing everything he went through they just got him like the evil got him i'm okay with that yeah like i don't mind it ending that way so yeah i want more and they give us more and then they they find a way to you know, make make the third one a continuation of that. But I liked what they did with two. And I know that, like, I think two, they wanted to make th- the idea, the story of three, they wanted to do in two, but they, you know, for yeah. whatever reasons, didn't do it. So right. they already knew kind of what they wanted to do. They had an idea of how to do the third one. But um, I, I like that they, like, while it is a cliffhanger, you know, they made it a cliffhanger. It could have stood, you know, just on its own.
1: Yeah, I, I understand that. Um, that view on it for sure it could have it could have just ended right there because some movies do just end on cliffhangers you know if yeah. you think of like all of Carpenter's movies you know he right. always right. ends on this like dread and like oh but it gotcha at the end so um, it totally could have ended there for me uh, watching it I knew there was a third one you know so like this was my story from this one is that like I was gonna watch Evil Dead 2 And that was it. I was going to do something else. Like I had other plans for the remainder of the evening. And as soon as Evil Dead 2 ended, I like canceled the plans, ran to the back, got my army of darkness, threw it in because I had to see what was going to happen next. But that's knowing there's another one, you know, that's knowing that it continues on. So I could definitely see that, you know, without knowing there would be another one. This could be just the wrap up of, of the movie.
0: Well, to stick with this train of thought, I haven't seen Evil Dead in a while, but doesn't that end with the evil just finally getting to him? Yeah. Because like chasing him around for so long in the movie, and then
1: it goes through the cabin. It yeah, goes like it's and coming it gets through the right forest and goes through face. the cabin, and he yeah. just turns around, and it's right in his face, and it's over. So. Right.
0: So another great ending. Yeah. Like just sure. I want to see more, but if it ends exactly. there, that's totally fine. Yeah, it's it great. got him. Like, yeah, that's
1: that's the ending. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And why wouldn't it?
1: It's the evil. It's the evil. It's the. You evil. can't get away from it. You can't get away. from All you can the do evil. is
0: confuse it inside the cabin by taking a quick turn. When it's not looking. Yeah. And then you hide in a cupboard. And <laughs> it that goes sa- out the front door and it goes are safe the for front. a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's confused for a bit. So, yeah. And then if you stay in that cupboard and don't yeah. make any sounds, wait till the daylight. And then I guess, you know, try to cross the bridge that's been knocked out. <laughs>
1: it's going to get you eventually.
0: Yeah. You're in the forest with nowhere to go. You can only hide
1: in that cupboard once. It'll learn. It'll Yeah. It'll yeah. learn. Yeah.
0: Reminds me of uh, Alien Isolation, where I would hide in the cupboards right. from the alien. And it would learn. <laughs> it would learn. <laughs> you, I could do it once and then <laughs> never again. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, where where are we? What's going on here? Uh,
1: Army of Darkness.
0: Oh, yeah. We're doing Army of Darkness. No. Yeah. Uh, Dean, I clearly know that much. Oh. Okay. I'm just um, lost to where we are. The ambiance in this cabin is lovely, isn't it? Yeah. It is. I I'm, really I'm like really it. We've got, we've got a very nice window behind you that I yeah. get to look out of. Lots of nice trees. Yeah. The fire was a nice touch. There's a little. There's some. We'll describe the cabin. There's some brick. There's a brick fireplace. Everybody. There's wood. Wood beams. Um. That's about
1: it. But it's Tim. It's rotting wood, <laughs> and the the roof is caving in yeah. on us. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: We can see the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Through the ceiling. Yeah. Um,
1: the howling wind above us. Yeah,
0: how's your wood stump that you're sitting on? Oh yeah, it's painful. I have slivers on oh, my. Oh, very, ass. very delightful. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um.
0: What else? We're sleeping in hammocks.
1: Yes. Right. For sure. Out, out in the wilderness.
0: Right. There's no bedroom beneath just sleep the stars. The right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we both have gotten poison ivy. <laughs> yeah, multiple times. And again. ate some uh, <laughs> berries that aren't aren't yeah. very good for you. Yeah. I got the shits. But from we the keep berries. coming back. We can't stay away. It's for the podcast. It does have a f- there is a fan in here. There's a fan. Is there? Yeah, I'm just trying to be de- descriptive with what the kids. Is there, a fan, like. there is a, fan, yeah. <laughs> a fan in here? I'm pretty hot. There's a fan, yeah. Pretty fan in here somewhere. <laughs> there's a fan somewhere. And there's a light. We also have a mm. light. Yeah. So I mean, we've got everything you need, really. Yeah. What else do you want? Um, okay, so I think we're at the opening title card yeah, and credits, which were very ghostly. Oh, yeah. Very spooky, ghostly, like fading yep. in and fading out. Oh, I just saw a creature come out of the trees there. What is that? Oh, it's a bunny.
1: It's a rabbit. <laughs> it's
0: a cute little there's rabbit. Bu- everybody, there's a bunny outside. It's
1: not as evil as we might have that's hoped. It's not, a cute little bunny. That's
0: not, that's not what we need. Dean, check if that bunny has fangs <laughs> and red eyes. I don't think so. Where's I think the it's bear. just a regular the bunny. Bear needs to come out and get that bunny. Not that I want anything to happen to the bunny, okay? But <laughs> it's, it's just cutest. not that bunny is not striking terror and fear into our hearts. It's like the
1: cutest <laughs> possible animal to come out <laughs> of that woods.
0: The cutest thing to possibly come out just did. Great. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe we go to a different woods next year. <laughs> this one's clearly not haunted it's not at all. Not evil enough at all. No. Who rented this place? <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? Who we found, found this? It. We just found it. We, like, how do you take a road and then end up where there's
1: bunnies? Yeah. It should only be evil.
0: Go try to catch it. Bring it in here. I will not be doing that. Okay. <laughs> special guest. We no must, bunny. Hey, everybody. We have a special guest for you. So we see Ash and his car fall from the sky. Yeah. All the way back to the 1300s. Yeah. Now the falling of the car was done in two takes. Okay. Uh the first take was the crane that the car was to be lowered on yeah. falling over okay. off of a cliff <laughs> okay. or a ledge. Yeah, crane. <laughs> the second one was when they got a new crane yeah. and lowered the car or dropped the car the way that they wanted to. Correctly. Okay. And what you get in the movie is a mix of the two. Oh, cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah. A wise man sees Ash and says, he's the one in the prophecy. Oh, curious.
1: We saw that prophecy in Evil Dead 2. We did. Which was cool. I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, that's
1: why, that's one of the reasons I got so excited about getting into this movie is because, like, we saw it in the book. Yeah. So to start it off and someone shows up and right away is like, you're the one from the prophecy. Yeah, you're that guy. I'm just so excited. Like, I'm ready. This is exactly how I want it to start.
0: Yeah, sure. Lord Arthur says, no way. (laughs) No way, man. (laughs) Right. He's likely one of Henry's men. Oh, shit. And Lord Arthur does not like Henry, so he wants to throw Ash into the pit. Yeah. The wise man isn't so sure, though, and grabs Ash's chainsaw just in case. Yeah. It's a good move.
1: It is a great move, yeah.
0: Now, this wise man, I would say at points in this movie, earns the title as wise man yeah, and also earns the title of dumb man or not wise man. At points, yes. This point, he is being wise. Yeah. We head to Lord Arthur's Castle and a really nice-looking set. Mm -hmm. I have not been to the 1300s, but this set tracked with everything that I would imagine is happening in the 1300s. Wooden barrels. Yeah. Hay. Mm hmm Small huts. Right. More hay. Yeah. Roo- hay- roof. Hay roofs on hay- huts. Hay roofs, yeah. G- catapults. Yep. Um, there's a small market in, in the center okay. of the Okay, what castle. can you get there?
1: What can you get at the market? Hay. Probably. Hay. <laughs> and barrels, maybe. Barrels. Uh, probably wine. Well, I was thinking grapes. Beer. Yeah. Mead. Rabbits, probably. Maybe rabbits. Oh, don't tell our friend
0: out there. Uh, yeah, it just, it looked really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the commitment to the whole 1300s thing, which is yeah. like, how did we get here? Like, how, Tim, how did we start at Evil Dead? Through a vortex.
0: <laughs> through a vortex. <laughs>
1: right, sorry, through a vortex. How did we get from Evil Dead, this horror movie, to this? I just love it. I love the commitment. I love that it's like, it. yeah, it, it's so much, um committed to the story of the 1300s, which I wasn't really expecting even when I threw it in. I was like, I knew this was going to be kind of part of the story, but I didn't know we were just going to go full on for it. Um, I think I think a name that Raimi wanted to call this was actually Medieval Dead. Right. Which is like, that's, that would have worked really well. That would have been really cool for this movie. But that just shows you like he was ready to go all for it. You know, this was the story he wanted to tell this 1300 story. So yeah, you got to nail the sets and they did.
0: This is a great point you bring up because... I'm not all that interested in the thirteen hundreds yeah um like the the time period itself, any sort of movie based in the thirteen hundreds, yeah, not a lot there for me, yeah, but this was super exciting for sure, yeah, yeah, they did a great job of um injecting some life into that uh that era, yeah now, a woman named Sheila is especially upset with Ash, mm-hmm. She fancy Ash doth responsible for thy brother's death. Shit. Now I'm pretty sure that that sentence doesn't make sense because <laughs> I don't know how to speak in 1300s slang, but you get the point. Yeah. So it's off to the pit for Ash. Great part here with Ash chained up with Henry and his men. Ash calls Henry Mr. Fancy Pants. Great. Great. He's bringing some modern lingo yeah. back to their time. Then he tells Henry's leading two things right now, Jack and shit. <laughs> and Jack just left town. Now, I remember laughing about this line a lot with my friends. Yeah. We thought good. this was the greatest line yeah. in movie history up until this point. Right. Right. It's so funny. Yeah. The first time that you hear that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like the the they live line where it's like I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and yeah, I'm all out all of, of bubblegum. Yeah. It's it's like that, you know. You're the you're the what does he say? You're you're leading Jack and shit and Jack just left Yeah, town. Yeah. It, it's great. That's exactly. great comedy. I like it. Yeah.
0: Now, before throwing someone into the pit, Arthur and Henry argue about who attacked first. Now, this is a very nice setup for later when they'll team up. Right, yeah. Then it's Into the Pit with one of Henry's men. Now, it's less than 10 minutes in, Dean. And this movie has pretty rapidly taken us to the pit. Yeah. Which I'm in complete approval of. Of course, yeah. Because if you, if you have something called the pit <laughs> yeah. and it is what this is, let's get there as fast as possible. Let's get to it, so yes. I approve of how quickly this movie is moving us to the pit. And also, the first time I was watching, and I'm sure like most people, I guess it was a little bit different for me because I saw this one first. Right. This yeah, created okay. an interesting dynamic where I didn't actually know what type of movie this was going to be. Right. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the pit means. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I mean, sure. Is it the Sarlacc pit? You yeah. know, Do we see nothing? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. it's not scary at all. Maybe, maybe they just throw someone in there and that's it maybe we hear noises and we don't see anything who knows so as i'm watching this i'm i'm wondering what is going to happen here yeah and in true evil dead fashion after this guy gets thrown in everybody there starts to focus in on the pit the camera like slowly slowly zooms into it and then a geyser of blood yeah. like 20 or 30 feet high yes. sprays out great and uh, is just a really like well set up shot and moment yeah. for me because that's when the movie kind of grabs me and tells me this is not what you're thinking it's going to be yeah
1: no yeah you're setting it up right because you you get there's a mention of the pit uh, pits are always great especially when they're slightly mysterious so, you know, you got, this, you got this big pit. You're going towards it. Let's get to it right away. You know, let's do something with it right away. Let's see what it does. You throw a guy in there and just a geyser of blood. More than you can imagine would come out of that man's body. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's every it's,
0: single drop.
1: It's every drop and more. And it's more. so much blood spraying out. So it's just, yeah, it's just a nice setup for like... uh Shit's going down in that pit. There's a lot of scary stuff down there. You don't... Basically, you don't want to be in the pit. That's just the setup of you don't want to be down there.
0: That's the vibe the pit's getting yeah.
1: off. And it like, is... not only not only did we kind of guess that because they were going to throw <laughs> people into the pit, but now we've seen it. <laughs> yeah. We've seen that. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. You don't want to be in there.
0: They should have thrown a rabbit into the pit first. <laughs> oh, just to, shit. Just to even tease to the men what could happen. Shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love pits. You know? Yeah, This whole too. movie could take place in a pit and yeah. I'd be okay with it. yeah. I have no problem. I'm a big fan of pits.
1: Yeah same, yeah, same. Especially ones that are like, where if you look at the top, you can't quite see the bottom. And then you get into there. You get down. Into, it's kind of like a well, even. Hey. You know, pits and wells. Hey,
0: hey. podcast in the pit? Oh, podcast year? in the pit? Should we take yeah. <laughs> kick this up a level? Next year's podcast this in the fucking pit. fucking bunny came out of the woods. <laughs> this isn't what we're looking no, for. Podcast in the pit. Podcast in the pit. Yeah. We, next we, year, we find a pit. <laughs> we might need sponsors for that. <laughs> hey uh sponsors, wanting that to happen, uh talk back at Gmail. Yeah. Get us up. Yeah. We're looking for uh, a pit. A pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a pit a pit with electricity <laughs> so we can run our equipment.
1: Yeah. Yes. But hopefully also a dangerous one. And if a fridge. Like it. <laughs> we need a fridge for beer. We need a fridge and electricity. Electricity and danger.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It should, hopefully
1: it's dangerous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure. I'm looking forward to next year. <laughs>
1: It'll be great. Yeah, that's gonna be really good. Great cooler of beer, also. We can bring our. Well, own, that's what the but... fridge is for. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. What do you think? I need it. What? Why did I? Why did I want the fridge, Dean? What do yeah, you think? I don't know. For protection. It's a steak. <laughs> steak. Yeah. Now we don't keep need keep your food. steak cold. We're gonna we're gonna hunt okay. hunt for our food. Yeah. Okay. Now, oh, this is such a great moment in the film. Truly, one of the best, in my opinion. Um, it's just such a great camera shot. Like you could, I feel like you could break this shot down in uh film school in, in university. Uh, I hope someone does it because it's just, it's so cool. Um, we've seen what happens if you get thrown into the pit. Yep. So the next guy in line, one of Henry's men says, fuck the pit. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Yeah. And he just runs off. Yeah. I, I mean, this is what most of us would do. Do not blame him. Yeah, I'd rather you just kill me another way. What could be worse than geyser of blood? I don't think, yeah, I don't Ain't think nothing. anything. Lord Arthur is handed his crossbow. He aims and shoots it, and we follow the arrow from the side as it's flying through the air. Then we shift to the back of the arrow and follow it all the way into this guy's back as yeah. it hits him. Because he's running away. Yeah. And it kills him. It, like, pins him to a pole. Now, everyone in the castle was watching that moment and hanging on him running away. Yeah. And then, one by one, they change their focus from him back to the pit. And as the camera starts to back up, all these people are, like, turning their heads. So you get to see person after person after person as the camera backs up. You get to see them turning their head back to the pit. Yeah. And the camera ends up passing... By dozens of people. And that leads us all the way back to Henry. Who turns and looks at Ash. Who turns and looks at a sword in his face. Because he's next for the pit. Yeah. Great. It's an excellent sequence. And this is one of the things that Raimi is masterful at doing. Yeah. Like this is clearly Raimi's you know, brainchild. And it's it's just executed so well. Because... I don't just the tension, the tension you're feeling. And I just feel like it, I don't know, it It feels so realistic. Yeah. That if you were there, you'd be following that action to the guy and then you'd be following it back because like, oh, now what's going to happen next at the pit? It's just, I thought, it, I think it's masterful.
1: It's that he's using the camera um, to create that, yeah, to create that tension of being next in line right because like he's yeah. like it, ash is going to be the next one in line but he's got someone in front of him right now so the person in front of him starts running away and you yeah you follow all of this stuff that happens towards him and then you follow all this stuff that happens back to ash cuz now he's the next when that guy gets shot that now means that ash is the next so it, it's this very cool tracking stuff that like Raimi's amazing at to just to come up with these ideas of okay i want to follow the arrow that's going to shoot him all the way to the guy, then come all the way back, and it's going to be Ash's turn. It's just, yeah, it's masterful stuff.
0: So it is into the pit with Ash. I'm very excited. The pit itself looks great. Yep. There's about a foot of water in it. There's mist sitting on top of the water. There's spikes and skeletons. And, Dean, there's one of your most hated things here ever in a movie. A hand comes out of the water. Oh,
1: no. I know. You hate that. I Be- hate it. I comes hate out it so behind
0: much. Ash. He can't see it.
1: It's one it of goes- the most
0: scary things in movies. <laughs> I know. You hate that. It goes back into the water, you know, and he kind of turns around yeah. right at that time and doesn't see it. Yeah. Uh, Dean, what are your thoughts on the pit and the pit bitch?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, it, it is, okay. so is pit bitch the first one in there?
0: Yeah. Pit bitch is the okay.
1: first. Okay. Um, Uh, My thoughts on the pit are great pit. uh, Love the uh, dankness of the pit. You know, you get water. You got like moss on the kind of on the walls of the pit. You got spiky walls. Great aesthetic down here in the pit. It's what I want to see in the pit. Then obviously, I mean, you think, I I think after the geyser of blood comes out, you know, that there's going to be dead eye. Down there, so great sure. to see Pit bitch down there, and I just like i am pumped for a fight because we know Ash has done it before. You know, Ash has taken out you know these uh, these Deadites before, so uh, it's what I want out of out of Pit Pit
0: fight here. Same, yeah. It, this is everything you want out of a Pit. Yeah, I agree. I like that the movie is going to be goofier than the first two. Yeah, and they take the time to show us that mm-hmm. in the Pit. Because of the fighting, like this this pit bitch, she's hockey like hockey fight punching Ash totally. like over yeah. and over and over again. Uh, she's doing backflips and yeah. she's kicking him in the balls. Yeah. This is a cue that this is gonna be silly. If you haven't caught on yet, this movie's gonna be silly. Yep, yeah, definitely. And and here's where they're you know laying that out. So yeah. um pretty cool scene all around. The wise man throws down Ash's chainsaw. Great moment. Like, Ash jumps up, and there's, like, a popping sound, and he, like, puts his hand into it. Like... This is... Yeah. Dunk. It's yeah. like a suction sound. This
1: is a huge moment for me. Like, this is a huge hero moment in the movie. Like this, I, I feel like this moment is the, the moment I really know what the movie is, you know, where it really clicks in for me. Oh yeah. Where he throws down the chainsaw and he jumps up and we get like the hero sticking his hand in. He's got the chainsaw. He's got his weapon now, you know, and it's giving him his power. That's his powerful weapon. And then he lands and it's like, okay, now the hero is going to save the day. Um, so that's when I really get... I know it's going to be goofy, but then this is the moment when I know that like Ash is the hero, you know, like, like that he's going to do save everybody or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, I love this moment so much.
0: Yeah. So did all the people watching. Yeah. They're just all, they're all cheering when it yeah, happens. They, yeah, like,
1: exactly. I don't know why, but yeah, they're happy. they so- awesome. They're happy the chains <laughs> on his stub.
0: <laughs> they're happy that someone's defeating the pit. It's great. Uh, yeah. Then another pit beast shows up and Ash is able to use his belt to ride up and out of the pit.
1: Yeah. And this like this next uh dead eight that comes out is like scary looking yeah, motherfucker. Freaky. Yeah, and like comes out of the wall. Yeah, so we got like cool. we did get a jump scary type thing. So like the whole I I think this whole pit scene does tell us kind of everything about the movie. And we got the goofy, we got the hero moment and then we got the scary because there is going to be a little bit of that in this movie um with the deadite coming out of the wall to give you kind of that jump scare.
0: Well, yeah, that's cool because that one came out of the wall and the other one was hiding in the water. Yeah. So like, where do you hide in a pit?
1: Yeah. you know, <laughs> Like
0: when Ash was thrown down there, I'm like, let it's just going to attack him right away. Yeah. And he's down there. There's nothing. You yeah. can't see anything. Yeah. So I love like their camo. In, For in, sure. In the pit. It's, yeah. it's neat. Now, after Ash comes out, he tells Lord Arthur, his shoelace is untied. Now, Dean, even though this is the 1300s, and shoelaces weren't invented mm-hmm. until 1790. Mm-hmm. Lord Arthur falls for it. Wow. In a most embarrassing moment for him. So embarrassing. Because that doesn't exist yet.
1: Um <laughs> a joke just always works, no matter what.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's also uh, must be very painful as he looks down at Ash, punches him in the face. Yeah,
1: He's probably like, what's a shoelace?
0: Well, he He's seemed like, to know. He's He looked down. Like, I really don't want that to, boot.
1: to be untied. I don't know what it is, but I know I don't want it to be untied.
0: Yeah. Um, I love this. Ash wants to know if anybody else wants some. Yeah. He says, You want some? You want a little? Guess what? What? Nobody wants any. <laughs> I, I can <laughs> this imagine. This is the first guy ever. To come out of the pit. Exactly. Of course not. You don't no want one. any of that? Of course no one wants but any of it. People are like, no, thank you. Yeah. Smart. I do not want any, sir. <laughs> no way. Please carry on with your day. You
1: also have these mind tricks of your shoelaces untied yeah. that you could pull on us. Jeez. I don't
0: want any of this. Yeah. So Ash lets Henry go. Very honorable move. And then pulls out his boomstick. And um, I love how he's like referring to the people as primates and primitives. He keeps calling them. So he calls them uh, uh, primitives here, and he's giving them a sales pitch on the on the shotgun, which is just it's hilarious. Yeah, like who? Why? Why would they care what aisle you can buy this shotgun in at S-Mart? Where does he think he is? (laughs) Yeah, I think this is another great thing actually because. (laughs) In number I don't I don't know so much about Evil Dead but in Evil Dead 2 we clearly saw his mind mind break. Like he he cracked.
1: Oh yeah, for and, sure.
0: And that movie's kind of like bordering the line of like is he insane or yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. When you deliver <laughs> like a product breakdown of your shotgun to a bunch of people in the 1300s and you tell them where they can get it, I wonder if you've cracked. I, like I wonder it. if you're still there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great moment. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Then the uh, the pit beast has actually found its way out of the pit. Oh yeah. And sure. Ash uses the boomstick to blow it away. Yeah. And that basically concludes the first 20 minutes of this movie. And there's so like, excellent. There's so much going on. Yeah. It's so exciting. Like it's so fast-paced but with like quality content in it. It's incredible. Yeah. There like there's a reason this movie only needed to be 120. Exactly. It's because yeah. it's just there's no there's nothing like, <laughs> there's no fluff. There's no there's no shit in it that doesn't belong. Yeah. There isn't a single word or a single line that you could cut out. This has just been refined down to, like, its purest form.
1: Yeah, you get to it right away, and this has just been, like, nonstop entertainment until, you know, this now end of this scene, you know? Like, it's just been 20 minutes of he lands, we talk about the pit, we get to the pit, we're doing everything in it, we pop out. Like, it, it's all great.
0: Yeah. So the wise man wants Ash to quest for the Necronomicon, which can send him back to his time. So they make Ash a new mechanical hand, which is awesome. Sheila is now really into Ash because he's cool and popular. And Ash sets out to quest for the book wearing a cape.
1: Yeah. And last movie uh, sold us on Groovy. You know, it got us to the point of him saying Groovy. Groovy. And we like totally bought into it. So now when he gets his hand, he gets to look at it and it's like crushes a, uh, a glass or, or whatever a goblet, yeah, and, crushes goblet. It. and then he says groovy. And now it plays so much differently than the last movie, you know, now it's it, because we know we're in a different type of movie. Um, it works so well, you know, it's just like him saying groovy is another hero moment for him. And, and it's cool. Like, I think it, I think it makes him cool.
0: Yeah, he's also getting upgraded, which is always cool. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Now, they come to a path where the wise man tells Ash to continue on alone, and when he finds the book, he'll need to recite the words, Klaatu Verata Niktu. Ash responds, Klaatu Verata Nikto, which is wrong. The wise man asks him to say it again, and Ash says it wrong again. So... I'm putting this one on the wise man. What so okay. I was referring to before. Okay, yeah. This is not wise. He really needed to like step his game up here. Yeah. Yeah. And put more focus on learning the words. Yeah. Like they easily could have had, you know, a two hour session earlier where For he sure. just memorizes yeah. the words. Yeah. He, he wants him to memorize these really tough words, like two seconds before he sends them down, like down this path.
1: Yeah. He doesn't want to stand up to the guy with the boomstick.
0: Yeah, but he knew the danger yeah. of getting the words wrong. Oh, for sure. And he lets it's, Ash rush off and just by saying, I think I know. Them. Yeah, I'll, I'll get them right. You know, <laughs> screw off, no. wise man. I'll get them right. I know your damn words. Yeah, I know, I know your damn words. I You're got it. Yeah, well, so guess fun. what? You just said them wrong twice. Twice. That leads me to believe you might not know the damn words. You don't know the damn words. And the wise man, that should have been his moment. He should have yeah. been like Mr. Ash. of obviously call him Mr., yeah. but like Mr. Ash, you know, I think we should maybe practice this just for a couple minutes. Yeah. But no. He just let him go. You're
1: right. This is on him. Yeah, this is on him. You're totally right. I'm a big fan of Ash being dumb in this movie, you know, like not being super smart, but thinking he's the smartest one just because, you know, he's the one who has a gun. So he thinks he's like way better than all these people. Yeah. So I like him being dumb, but you're right. Wise man should not be dumb. Wise his, man, name is
0: his name is
1: Wise Man. It's in the name. His name is Wise Man. He should be standing up here and, you know, like uh, Ash should punch him out or something. You know, if, if he's still going to get the words wrong... It has to be not on the wise man. You know, Ash should knock him out and then right. go do it, or something like that. The yeah. wise man should persist in this moment. You need to learn them. You don't know the damn words, and there's a problem if you don't.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I mean, the, it comes back later. The, when you know when Ash comes back, the wise man's all like pouty, like, "Oh, you didn't say them right. Oh, you <laughs> condemned us. Uh. Well, guess what, man? That's on
1: you. That's on you. It's On you, wise man. <laughs> yeah." Why he didn't said you? it wrong twice and you let him off. Exactly.
0: What do you expect?
1: He's never said it you right once. You basically let
0: him memorize the wrong words and go off. He's never
1: said it right. Because ever.
0: he said the word damn to you when you were frightened, you stupid old wise man. I know your damn words. Yeah. So this movie, the rest of this movie is his fault, in my opinion. I'm clearing, Agreed. I'm clearing Ash.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Ash is just dumb. So I agree with you. Yeah. Wise, it's on wise man.
0: Now, Ash heads out into the forest and we quickly see the classic evil coming for him. Hell yeah. And I'm so glad they didn't mess with the evil. The evil looks exactly the same through all these movies, through all these different budgets. It's just the evil that we know. It looks awesome. Do not screw with it. And they didn't. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. If you're going to do anything, then upgrade whatever it's breaking through, which they did. They went right through a tree. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And maybe the sound, but whatever. Nothing else. Yeah. Uh, now Ash knows the evil is bad. He's seen that before, and he hauls ass into a windmill. And another classic scene here. Now we know from the last movie that his reflection in the mirror came to life and attacked him. So he sees a mirror in there, and he straight away smashes it to pieces. But now instead of one full-size evil Ash, right? There's a bunch of tiny ones. Yeah. Now this scene gets really goofy and fun, Dean. What did you think of this scene in the mill?
1: Um, I'm a so I am like a big fan of the idea of the scene. Like I I know why you go here. I know why because of what you said. Like we had the mirror scene before in the in in Evil Dead Two, so it makes sense to smash the mirror. Now you have a bunch of little ashes. For me personally, it's my least favorite part of the movie. Um, it's a little. Like, it's not like I don't like goofiness. I do like goofiness. But for me, it's it's just not totally working for some reason. Um, Like, yeah, it's in a movie that I love. It's my least favorite part, basically. And I think there's some stuff with effects that don't totally work. Um, most of it, most of it does, but there's stuff where they're like opening his mouth, like the little ashes are opening his mouth and they're totally like off alignment with his mouth, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's fun. It's fun to see him like one go into his body and then like eyeballs start popping up on his body. That stuff's really cool. I like the body horror stuff of it. But when we get to like the goofiness of just like poking him in the ass with a fork and all that stuff, um, I, it's my least favorite part, I would say.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling very agreeable right now. Yeah, so I think I'm with you. Like now that I think about it, I think that is probably my least favorite, and it, it kind of always stuck out as a weird moment in the film. Yeah. If you had said like this is your favorite moment in the movie, I think I would have been swayed that yeah, this is a really great scene. Yeah. But you saying that you didn't like it, I think deep down I didn't really like it all that much. Yeah. Uh, it is a little bit too goofy. Yeah. In my opinion, I always get extremely uncomfortable when he drinks the boiling water yeah to yeah. try to kill like because because right. one of the little guys gets inside he's, of him yeah. gets in his mouth yeah. and then he's like chugging this boiling teapot and yeah oh my goodness I can't even fathom what can't, that would be like yeah. but um yeah I I mean I, I like it as a way to get this like second ash created yeah but yeah I think they could have done it in a more maybe if, like maybe in a scarier way instead of goofy. Yeah. Maybe they go scary. Um, I don't know. Something
1: but. something that's great about this franchise is putting Bruce Campbell, Ash into in the like beating him up, basically putting him in these yeah. situations where he's like right. beating himself. That's up. what you
0: get out of this scene. Really? Yeah. There's that, so much great.
1: Exactly. And that's the only time you really get him to beat himself up in yeah, this movie. That's true. So I like it for that. I do like it for that. He gets beat on and he gets to put like, you know, his face gets burnt. You know, he's got a, that stuff. He's r- drinking the hot water. Um, he's
0: got like a, a second, one of his heads, like growing beside yeah. him and he's like punching pun- his own exactly. face. And yeah. yeah. There's lots of great uh, this is physical acting.
1: Ash beating himself up type. Uh, scene in the movie, so I like it for that. I get the idea of having breaking it into small ashes. So I like, on a whole, you know, I I like it as an idea. But when every time I watch it, when we get to it, it is my least favorite part.
0: Again, back to Evil Dead Two, they did it so much better, right? When totally. the evil gets Way inside better. of him and Way like better. yeah. His hand is like pulling yeah. his body. That's it's the trying band. to get towards Shit. the knife yeah. or whatever. Like that's it's done so well. Yeah. And they just ultra goofy goofy fight yeah. it here.
1: And maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I don't like it as much because it's perfect in Evil Dead 2. And then, you know, it's so weird and goofy in this one.
0: Yeah. So that uh, that second Ash, you know, gets created. They they separate bodies and now there's two of them, and Ash blows the uh the other one away, the evil Ash, uh puts a shotgun in his face. Yeah. And then cuts it to pieces and buries it. And uh, I'm noticing at this point lots of great full moon shots. Yeah. Like shots where the moon is the size of your screen. Yeah. And things are happening in front of it. Yeah. Like really ultra unrealistic moon, yeah, <laughs> moon totally. shots, but the stuff that I love to see stuff that we've been seeing in our ninja walkthroughs uh, this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as this ash stuff gets out of the, out of the windmill and he's like doing the evil ash part, then I'm, I, I like it a lot more and it's because of the atmosphere. It's because of the moon. It's because of the evil ash that he has to like kill. Um. So yeah, that, that stuff I'm loving. It's just the stuff in the windmill. That's not my favorite.
0: Yeah. So Ash comes upon the book, but there are three of them. And the first two are decoys. And of course, Ash would choose wrong the first two times. Whoa. Uh, wrong book. What are the odds <laughs> of three books there and you choose wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What? what 33%? Is that the math?
1: Uh, well, you'd have to. Well, I, I think the math is uh, one out of three the first time, then one out of oh, two yeah. the one second two, time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right, right.
1: Of get Yeah, I think some something like that. I don't know.
0: 33% the probability then is hard. percent yeah. Now, how did he climb out of that first book? <laughs> he did. It, it's a it's a it's a suction yeah. vortex. Yeah. Uh It elongates his chin. That's great. And his face like three times the length of normal. Yeah. But this was another thing I always had a problem with. Okay. If it's powerful enough to yeah. pull him in, how do and, you get? And out? I know this is just a stupid, goofy movie, but I, how does he get out? I don't. Yeah. I don't buy that he can climb out of that. I don't know. I never thought about
1: that. Um I like I just really like it for Whoa Wrong Book. I that's my biggest laugh in the movie is yeah. that he gets like pulled into this book, totally suction. His head is like elongated, he has to spin it around. I mean, Tim, you're asking how he gets out of the book. How does he spin his head around? How does his face look, look like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then how does he spin his head I mean, around? It's fun effects, right? Yeah. It's fun
0: practical effects that they're playing around with. Yeah. But
1: It's uh, fun. It's fun stuff. And then, you know, obviously choosing the next book that like bites his hand. I, I think this is really fun stuff. I'm a big fan of the three books.
0: Book two is a letdown for me. I would I would it's agree. It's just a bat book. You know, it's like a, a book that yeah. can bite him and fly. Yeah. I mean, at least give us that as the first one. Start book? with that book. Yeah.
1: yeah. Especially because he has the funny line. He has the yeah. whoa, wrong book after the first one. Right. So like then anything after that, I'm, I'm with you. Book two's a letdown. Anything after that, if it's just biting his hand, it's not big enough. Start with yeah. the bite, then go to the second one. You that could scene even,
0: would play out way better if they did that. You could
1: even say, whoa, wrong book after the first sure, one that yeah. bites him. Still get that funny line and then have the one that whips him into the, sucks him in, elongates his face. Yeah, they got to switch those. Yeah.
0: Now it's time for Ash to say the words. And of course, he says them wrong. Fucks him up. And that unleashes a fury of demons. He yeah. knows
1: the damn words,
0: Tim. He, <laughs> he knows the damn words. He doesn't, though. Right, he doesn't. He knows he knows damn words, but he doesn't know the damn words. <laughs> now, uh, included in the Fury of Demons is the evil Ash that he just cut up. Yeah. Uh, now The evil Ash, they call it uh, the Deadite Captain. Okay. And, man, this costume yeah. on the Deadite Captain is off the hook. It's off the hook. I don't know if you noticed, but the helmet is being held on by a large rope wrapped around this guy's chin. Yeah. And this does not sound funny, but if you pay attention to this in the movie, this is fucking hilarious because of the size of the rope holding this helmet on helmets are supposed to fit on your head nicely and you shouldn't need like a big strap to hold it on. This helmet does not fit him at all and it's tied on with a really thick rope. Yeah. And I noticed it this time and it might be one of my new favorite parts of the movie. It's yeah. just this guy's fucking helmet. <laughs> um yeah, I mean just the costume on on him Amazing. looked great. Yeah. It, it's just it looks so so cool. Yeah. So Ash returns with the book and he tells them, "Maybe." <laughs> "Maybe." He didn't say all the words correctly.
1: Maybe I didn't know you dad. dead. But relax.
0: Words. It's fine. It's all good.
1: He should have been like, Nobody taught me.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like,
1: Wise man, you didn't well, teach me the care. words. He doesn't
0: care about the words. He doesn't care about the wise man. He doesn't care about the words. He doesn't care about care about any of that stuff. But uh I like this. Being a man of their words, um, they have honor and they, you know, agree to the deal and they agree to send him back to his time. Yeah. But then Sheila is taken by a flying something. Uh, I don't know what it is. And Ash, uh, he has a change of heart here now. He's always got a soft spot for the women. Yeah, yeah.
1: What this demon that takes her away really mi- reminds me of something in Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh like, yeah, I feel like that thing yeah. would be flying in Super totally. Ghouls and Ghosts and taking. I mean, if you taking, <laughs> paint it red. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's, it's definitely it's that.
0: Yeah, that red. That red fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So Ash decides it's time to make a stand. And Ash has such a great pump-up speech here, like as he's trying to like rank, oh, yeah. wrangle in the people to help him out. Yeah. Just go ahead and run home to mama. <laughs> <laughs> that is so gonna work. Yeah. If you tell someone, if you appeal to someone's like pride, and you're like, oh yeah, you're too afraid. Like, yeah, just go go run home to mama. They're going to turn around and come back. are going to be, I don't need to run home to my mama. No. Nobody wants you. to run home to mama. Nobody. Nobody wants to be told that. Nobody. <laughs> it's the best line to use in that moment, I think. <laughs> uh, then we get a great training montage as Ash is teaching the primates how to fight. And they don't have long, you know, unfortunately, because of the dead-eyed captain and his hoarder on their way. But Ash is doing the best he can. Uh, I love this part here. Ash opens up the trunk of his car and it's full of treasure. Yeah. He has a rope, a gas canister. He's got two liters of Coke. Side note, missed opportunity. With having him share coke with these hippies. Yeah, true. Like, they'd, that would be such a funny scene. That would be funny. Having them yeah. have coke for the first time. There's
1: not enough time in the runtime for that. <laughs> That's true.
0: I w- I'd be down with an extra minute. Extra minute for that, One yeah. twenty-one, just so even, he can share coke with these people. Even
1: in the montage. Just like, cut, yeah, exactly. them all yeah. having coke, and then, you know, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. he's got uh, an issue of Fangoria in there. Hell yeah. He has a chemistry book. I love that it's chemistry 101, not 100. Yep. Very nice touch. Yeah he has got a shotgun uh, shell box, uh, a toolbox, a tape measure, a saw, jumper cables, a spare light. he has got everything you need to fight uh, a horde of undead.
1: I love it. I love the chemistry book in there because this movie has definitely got us to a point where if you open up a trunk and there's just a chemistry book in there, I know you can do anything. You know everything about chemicals. You know everything about chemistry. You can make any type of bomb you want because they have the book. (laughs) The chemistry book's in there. So I love seeing it there. I think it's a really funny touch that like, oh, we got the textbook. We just got to read it and we'll figure out how to make a bomb.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the blacksmith goes to work. The wise men go to work. Uh, Ash is teaching the men hand-to-hand combat. And, uh, you know, it's the best he can do at the time he has the deadite horde marches on the castle and they attack. Uh, one of the skeleton says, I'll rip his balls off. I thought that was a nice touch.
1: Great. Yeah. Was it one of the bone boys?
0: Uh, I mean, they're all, well, they're mostly, mostly I guess bo- they're all bone, boys. bone I was, boys.
1: I was just referring to the marching band bone boys, I guess.
0: I mean, I feel like he was one of the members of the bone, the bone boys. Yeah. The bone boy band. uh. I like I like it. I because like they I like that they have uh like anger. They want revenge. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why yeah. they're out to get him. Yeah, but they are. Yeah. I guess cuz he said the words wrong. So like he's now their their main enemy, their target.
1: Yeah, it it's quite interesting that this final battle is just like skeletons and not like deadites that we're used to like yeah. basically inhabiting like people who had flesh and then that flesh gets like very deteriorated and they look disgusting yeah this is maybe to like I I know Raimi was trying to get a PG 13 on this he didn't get it he got the R but maybe that's why to get like less of those gross looking things Um, but you get this cool skeleton army out of it out of that and it's just something new it's something new for this franchise having raising them from the dead why wouldn't they be skeletons of course they're skeletons you know right. they're, they're coming out of graves of course they're skeletons so i i like this i like this touch it separates this movie from the other two as well this is the one with like the skeleton army um so yeah it, it it's fun you also get like a lot of kills that you don't really have to worry about you know blood and the guts and yeah, all that stuff that you have to do you can just kill skeletons really quickly
0: yeah if you if you do want a PG thirteen rating though, you can't have a geyser of blood shooting out of a, a pit. I think that's the problem. That. You can't you can't, you can't do that. And if you're gonna do that, just do it. With, like keep doing it with the others. I know if you're yeah. already at the R. I
1: know. So that's why I think he went skeletons too to like avoid all yeah, of that. Didn't work. But out. you can't do the geyser then if you want the geyser. Yeah. you can't get PG. And you need the geyser. Yeah. The oh movie yeah, has for to sure. have the geyser. It's one of our favorite parts. Like yeah, you need it.
0: So the power of explosives that they've managed to create from the chemistry book is proving to be very effective in the battle. Um, but there are just too many skeletons or bone boys, as you're calling them, Dean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, they're able to breach the castle gate. Now, this is a pretty good stop motion with the skeletons like using a tree to ram the gate to, to try to get through. Yeah, pretty good stuff. I I I didn't mind uh, I didn't mind what they were doing. I think the stop motion looks
1: really good. Yeah.
0: Uh hand to hand combat is looking uh not that great until Ash comes out with his car which has been modified to look like something out of Mad Max.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's the it's the Interceptor for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's an interceptor with a propeller on the front yeah. and as the propeller turns, it kills anything in its path. And this was basically going to be the end of the battle. He was going to drive around. Okay, yeah. Cutting up everybody. I get it. No one's stopping that. No, no. Until evil Sheila gets in the way. Yeah. And tricks Ash into crashing the car. Yeah. Like if that doesn't happen. True. Nobody stops that thing.
1: Yeah. It's like mowing down everything. Every skeleton. It's just cutting grass. Yeah. It's like that's how easy it was
0: for him. (laughs) This
1: is some great Sheila though. Some great Sheila deadite here, I think.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. She's I really awesome. like Sheila in this movie. Yeah, she's
1: awesome. She was great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now things are looking very bleak until a great moment in the movie when Henry and his men show up to help. Yep. Awesome. And by this point we've definitely forgotten yep. about Henry, basically. Um, and along with like his hatred for Arthur, why would they come back? Right? Yeah. So that early like dynamic between the two really, really boosted this moment up for you, where they they kind of come over the hill and they're ready to help out. It's exactly what uh, our heroes need in this moment. Uh, I think this was set up really well in the movie, and I, I like it a lot.
1: yep. Uh, a thing i love in movies is the obvious thing that needs to happen in the movie but us watching it completely forget that it needs to happen and that is this that is henry coming back to help obviously that's what's being set up at the beginning of the movie yep. we completely forget about it by now i have no idea that henry would ever be a part of this and he comes back right in this time it's it's so perfect it hits so hard it's uh yeah it's it's, it's all that brilliance of what's happening in the middle of him of us th- like Henry being in the beginning and then Henry coming back at the end. It's all that brilliance in the middle to make us totally forget that that could be a possibility.
0: Yep. The Dead Captain is making his way towards the book, but Ash is able to stop him. Ash's mechanical hand comes into play here where he stops a sword blade. Oh, yeah. Cool. That was cool. I yeah. like that. like that touch. Yeah. Ash and this captain have a lengthy battle. Ash burns all the flesh off the guy, so he's just bones. Yeah. Then Ash is able to get uh, the captain to, like, jump down and land on a catapult that has a lit bomb on it. And Ash cuts the rope, sending the bomb into the air with the captain, blowing the shit out of him. Now, this was a bit forced, in my opinion. This always feels like there could have been a better way to do this. Even just, like, throwing a bag of... uh, Throwing a bomb at him, like a bag of uh, gunpowder at him or something. Just something other than... Him jumping off this the castle ledge, landing on this this catapult with a bomb. Just, this is another another small thing in the movie that never really worked for me.
1: I'm with you on the whole idea around it and not really working. I'm a sucker for the payoff of him just flipping through the air and then blowing up that, I'm okay you know like I I just like accept it because I like that payoff a lot they could probably get you're like you're saying they could get to it better they could figure that out better because I can still have him flip through the air and maybe throw a bomb at him or shoot an arrow at him you know that has like a bomb on the end you know something that they've made together with that chemistry book they figured out and they could shoot that at him but I just love the payoff of him flipping through the air and then exploding so when it gets to that point I'm like I don't care how we got
0: here it looks awesome yeah, I mean, it fits the tone of the movie. It's yeah. like a little bit goofier than, yeah. than normal. Yeah. So this whole way to like defeat the evil guys, it's a yeah. bit goofy, but, but they, I, I but they yeah, it. like, it's okay.
1: I get it. I, I totally get it. if you didn't like this part, it's because it is a little weird and
0: goofy. Uh, yeah, this is another one, another part I never yeah. like all that much. But uh, that essentially ends the battle as the remaining deadites retreat. Sheila turns back to human and she's okay, even though it looked like Ash put a spear through her stomach in the fight. <laughs> right. We'll just
1: she's gloss fine. over that. She's fine, no, Tim. She's fine.
0: There's no answers to that one.
1: Give me some sugar. She's fine.
0: Arthur and Henry embrace. Their beef has ended, and the universe is once again safe. Great. Ash is given a potion to drink and words to say to Uh-oh. wake up in his own time. Uh-oh. And, well, maybe... <laughs> Maybe he doesn't get them all right. He doesn't give a shit about words. (laughs) He does not care. This guy liked chemistry, not English. (laughs) Not English. Yeah. Now, he does return to his own time. He's back working at S-Mart, but a deadite shows up. Yeah. It starts terrorizing the store before Ash grabs a rifle, hops on a cart, and starts blowing the hell out of her. Oh, yeah. Pump uh, action. <laughs> it was. I don't know if that's what you call pump action.
1: Isn't that the gun? Where you go the click, 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 click. Isn't that the pump? Uh, action? I thought the pump
0: was where you pull it. Oh, that makes more it. sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. You, you pull it instead of like. Yeah, flip, he does the click. click. click it, flipping it back. The click. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. He's firing that gun so fast. Yeah. And there's no way it holds as many bullets as he's firing. It's got 30 don't shells don't in it. <laughs> it looks so cool. It does. Yeah. I like. I almost feel like they sped it up, but I don't think they did. Right? He's just rapid firing that rifle so fast. Yeah. I don't give two shits about what how it looks. It, it's fine. The physics don't match, but it looks awesome. He kills the deadite. He kisses the girl, and the end. Yeah,
1: it's it it's uh, it's very like heroic. Ending. I'm with you. I'm like the, the end is like this is so weird. Why is this even happening now? But like it's shot so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm he okay looks with it. so awesome. Yeah, he's got his like his lines are going on like on full force here at the end. He's like, you know, Ash Williams Housewares or whatever he says. Like and yeah. then yeah, he he's just got his lines going. And uh, I mean he, he he fucks up this deadites like with that shotgun. So I love it.
0: That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. I love how ending. fast he's yeah. like reloading that that rifle. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's so great. Yeah, And all so, oh, the sound effects on every shot. Yeah. Just boom, 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 boom. That's the thing. That's, that's the a thing nice about update. this movie. Nice it update.
1: is incredible. It's awesome. It's got some things in it where I'm like, that's weird, but it, it makes up for it, you know, like because it looks so yeah. cool. Yeah. They make it look awesome. They make sure that if the scene doesn't not like makes sense because obviously this movie doesn't makes it's not supposed to make sense. It's not what it's supposed to do. But if something right. like narratively doesn't really make sense, they just hide it. You know, they hide it with look making the scene look amazing or making a cool effect. Yeah. Uh, so I absolutely love this movie. It's a ton of fun. This is one of those movies where, um like, I I slog. I watch a lot of movies. I slog through a lot of movies and. I get to something like this and it's just like, I remember that movies are fun. You know, this thing just like, I throw it on and I'm like, oh yeah, movies can just be fun and I can just have a great time watching them. Um, So I just always love this movie. Uh, Yeah, it's excellent.
0: It's a very fun movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen it before or this franchise, watch it backwards like I did. Uh, I don't know if it's better, but it's a way to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean I think I think it depends like what kind of movies you like. I think if the horror is not really your thing, I think working backwards is the way to go.
0: Possibly. I yeah. mean, the whole theme of this um, franchise is saying the words wrong. So <laughs> hey, watch the series backwards.
1: Exactly. What can, what go,
0: wrong? It what can go wrong? Does matter? Who cares? Yeah. Uh right on, Dean. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up for uh podcast at the lake this year. Yeah. Uh, For the main feed, at least, but uh, over on Patreon, we will be doing another episode. So if you liked what you heard here, we've got something exciting happening over on Patreon. You can uh, check that page out. And if you sign up at the $5 level, um, that's the double feature level. Uh, You'll get access to that additional podcast at the lake episode. And it just so happens that if you sign up, that will unlock every single episode we have over there. And I think there's even like a one week free trial. So I think you can basically go over there, listen to all our stuff for free, and then just cancel, which is fine by us. Yeah. It's over there. We already recorded it. We just want you to hear it. We think it's great. We want you to hear it. And then if you decide that you want to keep, you know, subscribing after that, that's wonderful. Uh, Yeah. Now that this episode's over, head on over to BFOPnetwork.com. Check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something you like or Dean will go into the pit. Oh,
1: I don't want to be in the pit.
0: Uh, Dean, thank you for joining.
1: Thank you, Tim.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.